I dedicate this episode to women everywhere in the free world and also in other countries where there's still a lot of work ahead of us. We've just taken a huge blow and um, I just want to say I'm with you wherever you are and I really hope we can move forward as one and make this world a better place for human rights, women's rights and uh, come together. Welcome to the Fight for Love podcast, the show where we talk about health, empowerment, and training. Today's title, Why We Need More Women in Martial Arts. to my channel whether you are on youtube on cats coffee and kickboxing or listening to this on my podcast fight for love i appreciate you coming here my name is tanya i am a personal trainer in the zurich area in switzerland i'm a cat lover a coffee lover and um a kickboxer no cats today but um i'll just put in some pictures somewhere so you can just picture them so you have your daily dose of, of cats. And today, my heart is heavy. This is going to be one, like a more serious episode. I am wearing my Eat Our Dust shirt. Um, because today it's about women, women in martial arts. And um, first, before I get into the other topic I want to touch on, um, I want to give a huge shout out to my girls, Sarah and Danny. Um, check their YouTube, check them up out on uh, Instagram. I will link them in the comments of my YouTube. They are the founders of Chinkilla, which is a really cool clothing brand for female martial artists and um, they do a lot for women's in martial arts they have their fighting um kick uh, not kickboxing um martial arts camps they do self-defense classes i'm not sure if they still do them i think so though mainly in germany they're really active in this field and um, they're huge wonderful brilliant-minded girls um I mean, huge, <laughs> huge minded, if that's a word, but um, they're really amazing. And the work, the work they're doing is really cool. And um, yeah, shout out to Sarah and Danny. And um, also, yeah, when I say my heart is heavy, it's because I want to touch on a subject um, that's very serious to me. And in my opinion, to all women all over the world. And that is what is currently happening or just happened in the United States. For those of you, I think you all heard by now, for my European um, people watching this, maybe just for a short explanation, um, Roe v. Wade got overturned in the United States, which means it's no longer legal or will be in 26 states. It will be no longer legal to terminate a pregnancy. So abortion will probably be illegal in a lot of states and um it brings with it a lot of complications i'm not gonna go into it by detail but i'm gonna link a video uh which i think explains it very well 
from a guy uh from a medical professional and um yeah the way i see it it's just a huge punch in the face for women and women's rights everywhere in the western world and um not only in western world in the world particularly um in in, in everywhere because it's the first time in a long time that rights are being taken away from women and women in america have less rights than their mothers had and um to me this is just a reminder to keep fighting for your rights your rights are not just given to you um unfortunately you have to fight for them and you have to continue fighting for them to keep them freedom is something you have to we have to keep fighting for every day and um it, my heart is really heavy and goes out to all these millions of american women who are um who didn't have a say in this and um i'm really sorry and uh I am concerned what the future holds for the United States, but also for the other Western countries, the rest of us, because this is just a huge blow for women's rights, human rights in general. And um, if you think, okay, well, um, abortion ban, that's not that bad. Let's, uh, let's save lives. Um, I kind of see where you guys are coming from, but know that this will not save lives. This will not make abortions go away but it will just make abortions get more dangerous because women will get them anyway. And what happens if you ban something that you were able to do under professional supervision, it's going to get into the underground where it's just probably fucking painful and fucking dangerous for, for women to get an abortion because they're going to get them anyway. And um, yeah, a lot of women will die, not only because they're going to get an abortion anyways, but also because of all the medical complications that come with it. And if abortions are banned, sometimes it's medically, it's an emergency. It's necessary to get an abortion to survive. And if they're banned, there's a huge gray area. What is an abortion? What, what is not? Or when, when is it just a miscarriage? When is it an abortion? All these things. Uh, watch the video I linked in, um, in the comments. I think it, the, it's a, she's a, a Gynologist, gynologist, am I saying this right? And um, she explains it really, really, really well. And um, yeah, check it out. Go check it out. Okay. Um, but let me get into the topic of this video, which is um, yeah, guys, it's story time because I recently signed up for a fight which is why I'm still wearing my hair in cornrows. It was supposed to be on Saturday. So again, um, just please appreciate my work because, I, yes, I did them myself. And um, I left them in here because it was a fuck ton of work and you better appreciate it. So anyway, I was supposed to fight on Saturday and I prepared for my fight um i haven't had a fight in a long time i had like these little fun fights in between but um i think the last fight i did was no i don't think i know it has it's been three years ago and um yeah i was preparing for it i was ready for it i was getting my weight like i was doing good i was counting my calories i was getting the water out of my body the last couple of two weeks like not too much i don't like doing like a water cut but i was just 
doing a little bit, little low carb at the end there just to kind of push the water out of my body. And I was just hitting my goal weight perfectly. I was ready. I was mentally prepared. And then um, I guess the message like three days before, I think um, that we probably won't have opponents because me and my friend, we were going to go together. She's a boxer. I'm a kickboxer. And um, yeah, that kind of fucked me up. And um, we went anyway on Saturday. And um, yeah, then we were just standing there totally prepared and we didn't, we didn't have opponents and um, that was disappointing. And, but it's okay. I mean, I was pissed off for like one two or two days and um, yeah, I mean, I, what I did, um, <laughs> I just took this energy and tried to transfer it into the next possible fight that I can do. I'm an amateur. I'm really not like, I'm, I'm not a, not, not a good kickbox. I think I'm pretty decent, but I'm an amateur. I'm not pro level at all. Just know that I'm just doing this for fun. But, um, I was still, I was very disappointed and I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to transfer this energy into something bigger and uh, we'll be even better prepared for hopefully a next fight that's going to come up and um yeah i'll keep you guys updated on that anyway um i was gonna just talk about or just this just kind of made me want to talk about the lack of women in martial arts because um obviously um there was there were guys there you know there were kids there but um there were no women there to fight and um I think women are really missing out on on all the fun here. And um what I try or want, what I want to do with this episode today is tell you guys why I think there should be more women in martial arts. Not because only for the martial arts to profit, but also for the women to profit. And um want to encourage you to if you're a woman, maybe try out martial arts. Maybe try out for a fight if you want everything is i mean do what you want um but to just recognize how how strong you can be but uh let me not get ahead of myself um i did bullet points so i won't forget anything which is not really easy for me but here we go okay why we need more women in martial arts Okay, first thing I want to touch on is we as women should really show the world what we are capable of. And yes, I hear you. I hear you. I know what you're going to say now. Um, Hey, Tanya, we are the ones that are birthing the children, are having pregnancies. We have this huge ass pain um, when we give birth and all that. We are strong. We know. Do you, though? I mean... Obviously, we do a lot of work in this area and it's something really, really hard to go through and nobody can take that away from us. But sometimes I feel like women are still underappreciated in a lot of fields. And um, maybe I went down a rabbit hole of really, really bad things uh, lately on YouTube, (laughs) watching too many um, videos about and this is personal, um, watching too many videos about 
atheism versus religion and what is happening in in um, mainly the states because it's just such a good example and there's so many videos on it and um, i just feel like there are so many groups that are trying still trying to take rights away from us and want to see people i mean not people want to see women back in these traditional roles and still cannot live with the fact that we as women have evolved and have gotten so many rights to do what we want, which is beautiful. And what's happening right now and also what has happened the last two crazy years since 2020 is just people have gone apeshit on so many things. I mean, people have stormed the fucking capital. Um, we've had people denying basic science again and again and uh, yelling conspiracy and i mean i'm not always on board with everything that doctors or, or or people tell me i mean come on i my tattoo says rebel at heart i rebel against everything but some things are just basic knowledge basic science and there are still people out there trying to push an agenda on us to put us back in our place my dear podcast listeners i'm using air quotes now just know and um i feel like there's just too many people out there who still want to see people um, women in traditional roles and um as long as we let them keep us down even if it's in small everyday things as long as we can let people keep us down and are not finding our voice or looking for our voice or using our voice, we will further give their agenda more power, you know? So we have to show the world what we are capable of, not only in the sense of, hey, um, we can give birth, which is really, really hard, and we can um, raise children, still go to work and all this stuff, but we can do so much more. We can do mostly what men do i'm not saying we have to be the same not at all women are women men are men which is fine and there's people in between which is totally fine i'm not trying to put people into categories i don't like it when when other people do that but i'm just saying that i for me i think that the differences should not even be um a discussion at all I mean, obviously, sometimes there are differences. I'm not denying that. But why are we even still talking about women, this, men, that, when there's a huge discuss discussion about non-gendered people right now, which we need to include into our society? So it's so complicated, but this is just how the world is. And we cannot go back to traditional gender roles. I mean, we don't want to go back, do we? And I just think... If we women as one get stronger and show the world what we can do, it's getting harder for the opposite side who wants to put women back in traditional roles to do that. So this is one thing. Um, the other thing is, the next point I want to get, go to is also showing ourselves what we are capable of. And I think this is a huge one because... What I always see in uh, um, our self-defense classes that we do is, or even when I'm in martial I mean, I've been in martial arts for what now, like 12, 13 years I've been doing martial arts 
and uh, combat sports. And um, I've seen this again and again and again. Women who are newly coming to martial arts or women in self-defense classes who don't want to punch anything. And I mean, basically, that's a good thing, right? Because we don't want to run around, punch people, punch things. But we do... um, we do want to allow ourselves to punch a punching bag, right? But so many people cannot do that. And you can argue and say, yeah, men, men can't do that either. If they've never done it, they, they don't want to like do the punching. Um, it takes, you have to kind of get over that mental barrier in your head to, to punch something or, or spar someone or whatever. Um, yeah, that's true. But I see it more in women. Women take longer. Women have to kind of get, around this mental block of or this voice in their head that their heads that's that's telling them be nice don't punch anyone don't hurt anyone just be a nice person and um also this is fine but it just gets into the extreme and i talk about this a lot i whenever i see this um i see the progress that the women make in our classes they start out being timid like they don't want to punch anything like let alone a punching bag um or a person not at all but um whether it's a punching bag or or a person or whatever they don't want to punch something (laughs) and then they kind of start out because we tell them to and then all of a sudden they kind of get this feeling of hey this is fun and what happens then is they break this just a little voice in their head or this barrier in their head that tells them not to take this step into not being nice. You know what I mean? Just um, the step that sometimes is necessary. You can't walk around never stepping on anyone's shoes. If you do that, you're going to end up hurting yourself. You're going to lose yourself in this process. If you can't piss somebody off from time to time, I'm not saying you have to do this, but I mean, just being you. If you will never step on anyone's toes, you will get lost in process. So anybody who has a voice, who has an opinion, who has a certain strength. Sorry. This is what happens with life. Um, I'll just turn off, turn off my phone real quick. Oh, there we go. Anyone who has basic strength or something they stand for will eventually find somebody who doesn't agree with them. And this is totally fine. This is what it means to be a person with opinions and stand for something. And um, I think we need, we as women need to 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 lose that fear of that and believe it or not sometimes the first step to do this is punching a punching back um which brings me to the next point which is empowerment empowerment can do so much more than only overcoming this barrier in your head empowerment means you all of a sudden you see what you are capable of you see what which is yeah what we just talked about but it, it just goes hand in hand empowerment in the sense of hey um look at what i can do look at how strong i can be and um 
when you do martial arts, every woman that does martial arts that I've talked to will say it has given me more strength physically and mentally. It has made me more confident and it has helped me to find my voice, not just in the gym, but also in everyday life. It has made me stronger. It has made me more feeling like um, my self-worth is there. It has just given me so much confidence to speak my mind, to be who I want to be. And this is just a mental process. And this is what I mean by empowerment, giving yourself the power to be whoever you want to be, to do whatever you want to do. Of course, don't hurt anybody, but just be stronger and be more, more um, confident in everyday life. And um, the cool thing about this, um, and this kind of goes hand in hand into the next point of self-defense. Um, when you empower women, what happens is the confidence that we gain from this will also have the ability to prevent abuse, harassment, and crime. Because a person who walks around with their shoulders back, all confident, looking like they could kick your ass, or even just looking confident and not in a, in a position to, um, you know, shoulders slouch, kind of looking around, being scared. A person who's confident and walks around and shows it will usually not be, let me work this right, is less likely to become a victim than a person who looks scared and unsure of herself and is just checking her surroundings, not being confident. That's a really important thing. And martial arts can teach us, give us confidence and teach us how to present ourselves to the outside world. And this happens without you even trying because um, martial artists and combat sports people, they just have this certain, you know, I'm not into woo-woo science, but let's call it aura around themselves um, that just shows a different picture and presents a different picture to the world when they walk around. They just look more confident. They just look like they would be more likely to pull up a fight. And um, people who want to harass or abuse or um, do crime, whatever, or, or rape women, they, they look for something easy. So this is uh, the empowerment part. Gets into the self-defense part, which was my next bullet point. Actually, self-defense. Um, I know this is a topic where not everybody agrees on that. Some people say, hey, if you do martial arts, and let me be clear, um, I'm talking about martial arts as um, you can do judo, you can do kung fu, you can do karate, you can do um, jiu-jitsu, or I'm also talking about combat, combat sports uh, like kickboxing, like Muay Thai, like um, MMA, whatever. Um, I'm talking about all these things. And um, some people say if you do martial arts or combat sports, it will not help you in self-defense because self-defense and martial arts are two different things. I think I've said this before. And this is, yeah, this is right in a sense of um, if you do one martial arts class or you do one self-defense class, it's two different things, which is right, which is correct. Um, self-defense has no rules. If, it, if you fight for your life, you can, um, I mean, you shouldn't 
necessarily do this if somebody grabs your butt, but if, if your life is in danger, you can do a throat punch, which is really dangerous, but it can save your life. But you would never, never, ever do this in martial arts because it's so dangerous because it can kill people. So you see what I mean? It's like, it's two different things because self-defense is more about surviving <laughs> and martial arts and combat sports is more about the sport itself. So um, yeah, it's not the same thing, but then again, it kind of is because when I practice martial arts, not only will I prevent crime, uh, which we talked about right, right before, but I also will learn how it feels to punch. I will learn how to stand, how to walk, um, how to um, keep my balance, how to use my legs, and very important for self-defense, how to use my knees, how to use my elbows, and um, it can help me. And, and it also teaches you how to stay calm in a rough situation. I'm not saying you won't have adrenaline when something happens and you will always know what to do. This is not what I'm saying at all, but it can help you to handle a certain situation better. It will just trigger more of this fight or flight response and not the freeze one, which we don't. We want to avoid the freeze um, the freeze mechanism because it doesn't help us. If somebody attacks us, we have a fight or flight. And it just kind of helps us to do either one of these. Uh, also, a physical uh, physical fitness. If you have to run for your life or you have to punch somebody and run for your life, if you're not physically fit, it's going to get hard. So this can really help you too. Um, my next point is fun. Girls miss out on all the fun. And this raises the question for me. Does it get trained out of us by society? to find fun in battling others or is this just how women are i'm curious what you think are we just raised different and that's how we get different do we actually have different brains uh, a theory that i'm more on top on or what, what that i'm thinking is right i think men and women do have different brains but there's a spectrum right and on this spectrum I mean, take me, for example. I don't know. I'm, I'm not like a super, super feminine woman, I would say. Even though I love doing my nails, I love putting makeup on and all that stuff. But in the end, oh, hold on. I think my camera is being weird. Today's weird. I think it just stacked. I hope the video didn't stack because I know how painful that is to watch. Okay, we're back. We're back. Thanks for sticking with me through this. Anyway, um, I'm say I was saying I'm like I may be somewhere else on the spectrum than you are, and um, a lot of women enjoy kind of getting rough, fighting a little bit as long as it's not too hard. But, and a lot of girls do that too. But then I feel, I feel like it gets trained out of some of us um, because it's not, people don't like to see this in girls. They like to see this more in boys. Um, again, tell me if I'm wrong. 
this is just how I see it or, or what I think is happening or it has been my experience as a girl growing up. Um, and then we grow up thinking of we shouldn't like be battling others, which again is good, but even even if it's for fun. And and we learn not to not to search for confrontation, um, physical confrontation. And um, maybe we think it's fun. And the thing is, in a martial arts setting or in a combat sports setting, you can do it in a safe way. You have a safe environment and you can kind of get into this fighting thing or just um, battling somebody physically. And it's a safe environment. And you, you set the pace. In a good school, you can set the pace. You can tell other people to be a little nicer with you or uh, be a little, give in, give in a more, little bit more energy, whatever you want. So um, I think there's a lot of women out there who secret, like deep inside would like to get a little raw physical action going on. Don't get me wrong. I know where your mind is going. That's not what I mean. You know what I mean? Um, I think some women would like that, but just kind of never thought it would be an option because it just kind of got trained out of their brains because this is not how women are supposed to present themselves. And um, so you miss out on all the fun. So why not join a martial arts class and just figure out for yourself whether you like this or not? I think it's super fun. I had a woman just tell me um, today, I think you're the only person I know who likes uh, getting into fights. (laughs) I I wish I could say the same. I know tons of women who like that. so I think you guys are out there. And if you're thinking about trying martial arts, but something just holds you back, I urge you to get into that feeling. Ask yourself, what is holding you back? Is it thoughts that got implanted into your brain when you grew up? Is it how society sees you? How you think you should present yourself? Is it because something about your confidence um, is a little off? Uh, that you can work on or what's holding you back because nothing can happen. Literally nothing can happen. And there's so many options too that you can choose from. You don't have to start doing martial arts and just get into the boxing ring right away. You can be a boxer. You can be um, a martial artist. Do, as I said, things like um, maybe Kung Fu or karate, which is um, not so confront. Front, con, con, uh, confrontal, confrontal, yeah, which doesn't confront you as often with a physical opponent. Um, at least that's for for kung fu. My experience. Um, just check out schools. Check out different um, possibilities. There's huge a huge pool you can choose from, and just check it out for yourself and uh, try to find out what's what's fun for you, what you like doing. Um, and then next point, my last point is, uh, health, health itself. Martial arts can also be done as fitness only. Like, uh, there's fit boxing, there's fit kickboxing where you don't do, you don't really punch things at all. Or maybe you punch a punching bag, but you do it like to music in a certain rhythm, or you just do it to, to, to keep your body fit, which is a lot of fun too. And um, that's an option too. So you can also do martial arts or combat sports, or I think it's fit, fitness. Um, 
I don't even know how it's called, fit, fit kip, kickboxing or Taibo or whatever. Um, you can also do that, which is a lot of fun because um, martial arts, or at least let me, let me give you the example of kickboxing because this is what I know so well. When you train kickboxing, for example, um, you train your reflexes, you train your cardio, uh, cardiovascular system, you, you train your muscles and you, you train important muscles too, like your feet, because usually we train barefoot and, um, some people might know this. I talk about this a lot. If your feet are not strong enough, your whole system kind of fails because if your feet are your base from like your body's base. And if your feet fall to the inside or to the outside too much because of lack of muscle, which is a common problem in the Western world, um, your knees will follow, your hips will follow, your back will follow. There's just a chain reaction that, that's happening. And so you want your, your feet to be well-trained. A lot of people don't know that, but it's a really, really important thing. And if you train martial arts uh, barefoot, it's just the best thing you can do for, for your feet. Um, also, it trains your pel pelvic floor um, muscles, which is very important for women, especially if they have given birth. And I know this can be a tough issue. I know some women who have given birth have issues with um, peeing a little bit when they move too much. Um, uh, the example in kickboxing, we do a lot of rope jumping, for example. And um, I know this can be tough if your pelvic floor muscles are not so strong. So I urge you there to just take it slow. Um, but it can also prevent a lot of things like um, when you rope jump, your pelvic floor muscles have to hold. And what I heard like last time, you guys know, I've been um, training with pregnant women and postpartum. Uh, when I started out as a personal trainer, I'm kind of getting away from that because I want to get more into martial arts and training people in martial arts in kickboxing. And, um, but so, so the last, um, the last class that I had of pelvic floor health, pelvic floor muscle health is been, it has been like four years ago or something, but I remember them telling us that if you have issues with your pelvic floor muscles or like the, um, yeah, like you have to, to pee when you sneeze or whatever, or, or when you jump rope or let's, yeah, let's use jump rope as an example. If you feel like you have to pee a little bit every time you jump rope, then this is actually, uh, studies show that this is a good training to get to the point of where you have to pee a little bit to strengthen your pelvic floor muscles. So maybe it's better to just use a pad and do the exercises anyway, because you you will still end up strengthening your pelvic floor muscles. So um, that's one thing. Also, kickboxing is a sport that requires a lot of core strength. And I'm talking core strength, not only on the outer side of your core, but the inner, like really core, core, the inner side of your core, because otherwise you can even hold your balance or do a proper kick. So, um, and, and the inner side of your core is really close to your pelvic floor muscles they kind of intertwined so that's that's a good thing too um i mean you can argue hey uh, then i'd rather do pilates or uh, yoga or whatever which is great great stuff for pelvic floor muscles i'm not gonna um debate this because you're right completely i'm just saying it's just one thing also martial art gives you it it's not only um hitting people and uh, kicking stuff but it's also a really, really healthy exercise. And again, um, 
if you're going to say, oh, but it's not healthy getting hit in the face all the time. Agreed. Fair enough. But you don't have to do this. When you join a martial arts class, and it's not a fit martial arts class, it's just like a martial arts class or combat sports class, you get to choose the pace. And it's really important. I want to emphasize this. You get to choose the pace. If you do a partner exercise and your partner goes too strong and you tell him or her that he or she is going too strong and this person is not um, pulling back a little bit, that's bad. That's a bad school. Then talk to the teacher or switch to partner and say, it's just too much for me. Don't ever put your ego above that. And never, ever, ever. Um, also, if everybody in the school is just like super tough and goes as hard as they can, it's a bad school. Get out of there. And um, don't, let, don't let them fool you. Usually you walk into a martial arts class, my experience again, you walk into a martial arts class and it feels like this tough boy club. But this is your perception, probably. And this is not necessarily the truth because once you start training, people are actually really nice and really understanding and help you evolve. And this is what a good martial arts school does. This is what good team members of a martial arts school do. do and also what a teacher should um, should have happening in in their class so and also there's a lot of women women's classes too so this is uh yeah i really really want to encourage you if you've ever felt like you wanted to try martial arts whether you're a woman or a man it doesn't matter but i mean this episode is called we need more women in martial arts which i still think is an issue which i still think we do need more women in martial arts Step into a martial arts gym and just try it out for yourself and see if you like it or not. And give it a little bit of time. Because martial arts, at the beginning, it's very tough. And you're going to feel like you can't do shit. And like you're never going to learn this. But trust me, you will. Because I felt the same way. I was 25 when I first walked into a martial arts class. Which is, I was probably, I was, <laughs> I was grown. I was a big, big woman. I mean, a old enough <laughs> i can't find words today i was just you know i was a grown-ass woman walking into a martial arts class i was like man i'm never gonna learn this and now i'm 37 and um i was supposed to have my second fight even though it's an amateur fight doesn't matter give yourself time try it out give yourself a little bit of time you might like it you might not that's fine both is fine but don't ever let yourself or what you've learned in the past hold yourself back from finding your potential, from finding what brings you joy. And just try it out. And now I'm very curious about your opinion. What do you think? Does martial arts mean uh, need more women? Um, also, what does women hold back from martial arts? Are we being trained to kind of try to avoid these situations? Is this just how our brains are wired? What is happening? What is going on? Let me know your thoughts. I would be really curious about what you think about the issue. And um, yeah, maybe some, maybe I forgot to mention something that you think is uh, worth being said also. And um, yeah, 
So tell me what you think, what your thoughts are. And um, yeah, I'll see you on the next episode. Follow me on LinkedIn, Tanya Mader, T-A-N-J-A-M-A-D-E-R. Follow me on Instagram at It's Up To You Personal Training. And on YouTube, it's Cats, Coffee, and Kickboxing. Follow me on my podcast, Fight for Love. And uh, yeah, don't forget, you are stronger than you think. Leave a like, subscribe to my channel. I would be so honored to have you here. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.